Hello, and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. What is the key to developing your ability to be curious in life and in relationship? How do you break old patterns and truly discover something new and exciting with your partner? What are some ways to shift your perspective in relationship, to stay present and turn a painful situation into an opportunity to grow even closer with your partner? If you're looking for some new ways to discover what's possible in relationship, then this episode is for you. On today's show, we're also going to get a little up close and personal. Over the past 40 episodes of the show, you've heard me mention my partner Chloe at various times, the book that we're working on, things that we've gone through in our own relationship, and the way that we work with clients, both individually and together. Today, my partner Chloe Urban joins me, and in our conversation, we're going to cover a mix of practical guidance, our journey, and more to give you a sense of just what might be possible for you in relationship. You can find out a little bit more about our work together at our website, which is thenewloveparadigm.com, or you can text the word POSSIBLE to the number 33444 to get a link to a free guided meditation that we put together, and we'll tell you a little bit more about that later in the conversation. So, Chloe Urban, thank you so much for being here with me today, live in the studio on Relationship Alive. Thanks so much for having me. So, let's just say, first of all, that this whole podcast wouldn't be possible without you, Chloe. And I suppose that's true in some respects for the other guests that I've had on the show because I've been working my way through their books and using that as a guide for the conversations that I'm having with those people. And at the same time, questions around relationship and, and uh, how to have more conscious, more alive, um, more thriving relationships, that, that whole thing is, is so present for me because of us and what we do together. So I'm just going to offer you a personal Thank you um, for inspiring me and inspiring this show. Mm, you're welcome. Absolutely. It's been such, such a gift for me in my life to watch you and be a part of this with you. But also every episode in one way or another has affected us and our relationship and my life too. And so it's been such an amazing journey to, to be doing this with you and and to be witness to your to your own growth and to how we show up together in relationship so um this is going to be kind of funny for us because we talk all the time about relationship stuff whether it be our own stuff or our big plans around how we're going to help the world in their relationship journeys um and yet here we are, we, in fact, we spent a little time, very little time <laughs> before this conversation trying to figure out like, is this going to be an interview? Is this going to be a conversation? What are we going to talk about? And I made uh, sort of an executive decision that we were just going to talk because so much of what we talk about is this stuff. And I want you all to also get a sense of 
what our relationship is like and what Chloe is like. And the less planning, the better. We're going to just be here and play in this realm of um, conscious relationship. And in doing so, this is going to be an exercise for us in just being present with each other and, and with, with, an, with an intention for this conversation of it really being useful for you and serving you so that if you're listening right now and wondering, are we just going to he- have to hear these guys chat for 45 minutes or so? No. Um, we want to ensure that you come away with something practical and that you get to know us a little bit as well. Mm. Sounds great. <laughs> no pressure or anything. <laughs> so I'm noticing already that we don't have quite enough time for what we're about to do. Well, let's test. Well, what do you mean? Should we should we do this now or should we do it later? Or what are you what are you suggesting? I mean, let's test to see what we if we do part of it now and part of it later. All right. Body show me strong. Body show me weak. Body show me strong. Body that is most generative that we start the episode now. Body that is generative that we wait and do all the episode all at the same time. Okay, so if you're listening to this and wondering what we're even doing, what we're talking about, um, we, we learned how to do muscle testing in one of the trainings that we've been in. In fact, our teacher, Gabrielle Lachiara, was on the show back in episode. I don't quite remember the number, um, but it's definitely a great episode. You should check it out. And we've been in a training with her for the past three years in a practice called Infinity Practice, which is a blend of shamanism and uh, neural organizational technique and energy work and a bunch of other practices that are all brought together. And one of the core components of what we do um, is we incorporate muscle testing into how we make a lot of our decisions together. And as odd as that may sound, it's actually really served us well um, over the course of our relationship. In like many times when when uh, decisions would have been really challenging, and we decided to just trust what our bodies were telling us. So it might be a little beyond the scope of this episode to teach you how to do muscle testing, though that is something that we teach our clients how to do. Um, But I just wanted you to get a sense of what that might even be like. And just so you know, we tested to start now. So we're going to do part one of this episode right now, and then we'll get together again um, when we have another free half hour or so, and we'll do the rest of the episode. So... um, so Chloe, I'm curious, you know, just sitting here, what what are some of the most like what jumps out for you as the like a what's a key concept or a key thing that you want to talk about today? Great question. I was hoping that would be your first question. <laughs> <laughs> um the funniest thing is when I was sitting sort of just meditating on the conversation and and what it was that felt really important to bring into the conversation, the word curiosity just kept coming and coming and coming. And to me, that concept has drastically shifted how I live my life, but also how I am in partnership. And 
I can explain just a little bit what I mean by that. But curiosity to me, it's it's bringing it's bringing the awareness that we may be sort of in we might be in a a place of tension for instance, in our relationship, or I might be in a place of tension, or I might feel really down and sad for no apparent reason, or my shoulder might hurt. And for me, the concept of curiosity and bringing curiosity to like every moment opens up a whole new world, a whole new realm of possibility. And so, for instance, as you saw with the muscle testing, the way in which we can be maybe stuck a little bit or think we're think we're really hurting in this particular way or that it's even us that's hurting but there to bring curiosity in and ask a question in those moments of like what's really going on what's underneath that the another key question and you know this might be a little hard for people to get very in the very beginning, but is this even mine that I'm feeling? Because a lot of times, you know, we are empathetic creatures, human beings are, and to see that, you know, we can take other people's emotions on as you've seen, you know, even watching a TV show or a movie, you might feel moved to tears by their tears. That's empathy. And there's a way in which that can be really helpful in life and can um, bring compassion and everything. And then there's a way in which we can be um, almost enslaved to it. So bringing this curiosity in just immediately shifts the energy, whether it's, um, is this mine that I'm feeling or what's really going on here? Or why do I feel super triggered and want to walk out the door? Or how old am I being right now? all of these questions seem key to our relationship and the success of it and also seem key to living a vibrant life, to just shifting the energy enough to make a a change that might actually, you know, stay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, I'm I'm noticing too, and just hearing you talk about it, that Curiosity is something that's come up on the show a bunch. It's a very important skill to have. Right. And just hearing you name all of these different questions, I'm realizing that curiosity is a skill and that you can increase your capacity to be curious. It, it might not be enough to just say, how do I be more curious in this moment? Although that's a good start is to be able to even ask yourself that question. Right. But all of these things that you're, that you just offered Chloe, the, um, you know, what if this, is this even mine? What if this isn't mine? Um, what, what else could this be? What, you know, I'm having trouble paraphrasing what you mm-hmm. just said. What age am I being What age right am now? I being What right is now? this triggering for me? Exactly. Do exactly. I feel like you're being my mother or father or, you know, Right. So many different. And that being said, the curiosity doesn't just have to be like almost like with a negative spin to it. Like, oh, how old am I being? There's, you know, all of that kind of has a negative spin. There can also be a positive spin kind of question. 
like if I were in total alignment with my body being soul and spirit right now, who would I be? You know, and that's one of my favorite questions that Gabrielli has brought into our life. And so there's, there's an art to being curious and there's an art to asking questions. And I think that's super key. Yeah, so being curious is about being in the question mm-hmm. as opposed to being in what you think the answer is. Mm-hmm. And then part of the increasing your capacity to be curious is increasing your, expanding your repertoire of the questions that you even ask to be curious. Because we have habitual ways of being curious about each other or about ourselves. And those habitual ways lead you into habitual patterns of interacting and how you get to know someone, who you're attracted to, what kinds of answers turn you on and which ones turn you off and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Or when you're in relationship, the, the kinds of curiosity that maybe leads you down the path where you're always experiencing um, a particular kind of conflict with your partner. Mm-hmm. So, so the quality of your questions, as many people have said, notably Tony Robbins, who is a big influence for me in terms of the way that I coach people, um, the quality of your questions determines the quality of your life. So um, hopefully, even in this moment, you're hearing some questions that help increase your capacity to be curious with your partner or with prospective partners. Right, exactly. I mean, I, when I think about it, <clears throat> you know, there's a way in which you could be like, well, how do I get out of a trigger right now? You know, instead of being like, if I were being love or if I were being compassion right now, who would I be? Or if I were being connection or if I were being open to divine love in this relationship, then who would I be? (laughs) Why are you laughing? Neil's getting a little teary and it's so cute. Well, you know, I'm just I'm listening to you talk and for one thing, I'm so happy that people that you, you know, you're listening and you're getting a sense of just how amazing Chloe is and and I'm feeling that all right now, just how lucky I am to be with you. <laughs> and uh and yeah, like the, these are this is a great example of really powerful questions that lead to different results in relationship right exactly and as if you if you tune into those questions does your heart open or close you know does your energy contract or expand and for me my heart opens it it brings me into a different state than if i were um, contracted in a trigger and feeling stuck it brings opening and and that's huge, I think, in, in any relationship to be able to shift the energy in any given moment. Because half the time, or I would surmise that even 85% of the time, what's happening and feels so relevant to the moment has nothing to do with the moment. The trigger has nothing to do with this present moment. So, like, helping bring us back to the moment. Yeah. 
in relating in connection to now. Yeah. Yeah. So the trigger is that gift that brings you to the maybe times in your past that demand healing. And the opportunity is that you get to do that healing, hopefully with the support of your partner. If you're both there and open to the fact that like just because we've one or the other of us or both of us have created this tense situation, there, yeah, there may be something here in the moment that we need to chat about. Um, and the reason that it has so much power is probably not just this moment. It goes back to histories of things that have happened to us before. Or wounds or betrayals that suddenly like bubble up to the surface in something that maybe really isn't that big a deal, but it can feel like such a big deal. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's such an interesting topic and conversation. And as you were talking, I was sort of thinking about um, it really looking at the trigger as a gift. And looking at the contraction as a gift. Because I've found the biggest contractions I've gone through and been willing to stay in curiosity and been willing to not leave. (laughs) Not either leave physically or also leave just in my energy field or leave to my thoughts or and, and stay present with and move through. Those have been some of the biggest breakthroughs in my life. So I'm, I'm, urging anyone who who gets into those moments of contraction who wants to who you know people who want to check out or or want to leave the room or just could about explode with feelings whether you know scary feelings or hurt feelings or sad feelings staying present with that with your partner is like the biggest gift you can give yourself and the biggest gift you can give your relationship because if you can stick with it and stay in the curiosity together and even help hold each other through that resistance, coming out the other side of it, things will shift. I mean, it's just how we've yeah. experienced it over and over and over again together. Yeah, that reminds me of another important skill that you just named, which is the ability to observe when either you are checking out or when your partner is checking out and to use that as a as an opportunity to get curious so how many times do you sense that your partner is withdrawing or like they were fully there and then suddenly they're not quite there they're distracted whatever it is And how many times do you sense that and not say anything Mm -hmm. or get really angry and then respond to it from a place of anger because, you know, you're feeling that as a, as a disconnection or, or however it is, like, are you responding to those moments consciously or not? Um, So the, the skill there is to really be a bring awareness to those times and, to be willing to ask your partner, hey, like, where'd you go? Right. 
did you go anywhere? Like, I'm not not feeling you right now. Or even if it's with your within yourself saying, whoa, like, wait a minute, I'm not here right now. Right. And, right. Yeah. I mean, that that's been a huge part of our journey. And, you know, to get a little bit more personal, I, for for me with a history of sexual abuse and trauma, I, especially in sexuality, over the years have been super triggered. And for a long time, I just checked out all the time when sexuality arose. And now it's so, 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 so much less. And there are still those moments where, you know, I'll bring in that sabotaging thought that disconnects me, or I'll use that uh, feeling of shame, or I'll use that fight we had two days ago. And I, I use these things to bring in to help, like, help me check out to help me not stay present. And the gift for me, it's what has really shifted that for us is either Neil keying in and and starting to tune in enough to get, oh, Chloe's not here right now. I'm going to ask like, hey, where'd you go? Or are you here right now? Even in the midst of making love, you know, if one of us feels like the other one has checked out, we will stop and we will ask, like, where'd you go? What happened? Are you here with me? What's it going to take for us to come back to connection or whatever? Um, and then on the other side, me also feeling safe enough in our relationship to say, oh, I'm gone. You know, I, whatever that was or whatever this is, this is scary for me, so I used this thing to check myself out, or I'm thinking about that trigger, or I'm whatever. I just need to name that so I can come back to presence. And, and creating the safety to have that conversation and creating the safety to, to key in, to allow and give permission on either side to have an open dialogue. Not like, oh, we're making love, so we're not allowed to talk now, or we're, maybe we're allowed to talk, but it's only these certain things we're allowed to talk about or <laughs> we're, we're, you know, whatever. We're having a sweet moment in the kitchen dancing and we're not allowed to talk or like I don't want to ruin the moment. But honestly, the moment's already not ruined, but it's shifted away from it being a good moment anymore if one of you isn't there, you know, yeah, mentally, spiritually, emotionally there. Um, because most of the time it's, it's just breaking the energy of connection together. So you just brought up presence. Yes. And I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about how important presence has been, uh, for our relationship and like, where do you, where do you hold presence in terms of what you're striving for in your life and in our connection with each other? question that's <laughs> <laughs> why they pay me the big bucks. yeah right. <laughs> it's i mean it's definitely up there and i think more and more and more as we are on this healing journey and as we awaken to more of ourselves every day it becomes i i am aware of how much presence is key and 
again, like that's being present with myself and what's really going on. Curiosity is a part of presence. Um, being present to my partner, being willing to key in enough to not judge my partner for leaving, but, but just but feeling the energy shift and being willing to name it. I mean, that's a part of presence. It's all, presence is so, it's sort of like overarching in a way. And, and as I, you know, we were talking about coming back to the moment before, but it's, you know, there's so many things that we can do, the curiosity, the questions, the, the open communication about when we check out or when we're here. It's all, it's all about coming back to presence. And, you know, there's a funny thing in me where I'm like, I don't want to just be one of those other people that's talking about it's all in the moment, you know, because it's been my experience that healing isn't all about the moment. It's about healing the past, the present and the future so that we can be more present for the moment, so that we can show up more fully for ourselves to awaken to our true nature and to each other in partnership and to awaken to what us coming together creates. But there's so, so many layers to, to it, you know, and, and in our work with people, we see that time and time again. Um. I'm having another teary moment over here, so... <laughs> I just get moved when I hear you talk about about healing and relationship and how it all weaves together and and part of it is again that just like an overwhelming feeling of gratitude that I feel and uh, and I think that's another part of being present as well is like really naming the positive things that you're feeling mm-hmm. and and being willing to put a lot of attention there that whole what you focus on grows mm-hmm. thing so, you know, we give attention to when things um, aren't quite right, not to make them grow, but to heal those things. And then when things are amazing, we're also giving a lot of attention there to, I think, really cement those positive feelings. Because it's not like that's all we have. We have we've had negative feelings. We've had negative experiences. We've hurt each other. It's like it's not all pretty. Right. Um, but overall, we want there to be this um, this overarching, this is going to sound really hokey, but like positive vibration to be like, that's the background for our relationship is feeling good together and feeling grateful and feeling lucky and feeling like even the things that we've had to um, heal the wounds that we've encountered the hurt that we've created (laughs) yeah that we are given this gift of of healing it together and watching how that grows what's possible in our connection with each other Mm. yeah and it it comes to my mind now or that that it might actually be good for us to let the listeners know a little bit of our background because you might hear us and just be like, oh, they're another happy couple that focuses on the positive and 
that nothing has ever gone wrong for. And well, I'm not that, but (laughs) I think it might be important to share a little bit about are yeah. not so happy parts of our journey. <laughs> All right, let's do as it. As much as we want to share, but yeah. do you want to do you want to start or Sure. Well, I mean just like if people have been if you're a regular listener of the show, then you've you've heard me mention how we nearly broke up and and, and that was what brought me to um Catherine Woodward Thomas's work in conscious uncoupling and being trained as a conscious uncoupling coach was how powerful that was in terms of helping us heal and stay together. But we were, we've been on the journey to breaking up a couple times, at least in our, in our time. And let me just say on the journey to breaking up meant five months of really being in the question, the question and, and the breaking up, uh, experience and to the point where I even moved out you know we got to that point and so it's just so fascinating to look back and it really took us being fully in our own healing journeys and our own curiosity about like you know what I love this person this person is in my life for a reason and every time we try and part it's freaking excruciating because it's it doesn't feel right but it certainly doesn't feel right together because we keep hurting each other and we keep screwing things up and I don't know if I can show up for your kids and I'm doing that same codependent dysfunction that I did in this thing and you want more sex than I am willing to give or I don't want sex at all because my trauma is running my show or I mean we had so much turmoil and angst and I don't think either of us have ever had like a relationship that was truly healthy, you know, and, and we played that out with each other. And I just want to name that because it's, it's in our journey to healing and in our curiosity about like how, how do you do relationship? How can you be lastingly happy? How, how does this really work? Like, I don't want to be a slave to, to codependency. I don't want to be in the addiction realms over and over in every relationship. Like, if I'm going to break this, the time is now. And I think we both got to that point where it was just like, this is just not working. And it's not about it's not working with you. It's about this isn't working how we do relationship in our lives. So I think we both got to that point and it was just like, okay, well, we could break up now or we could really dig in and and get help and ask these hard and important questions. And we did that. In fact, I think we had weekly sessions for a good chunk and it was a week by week, like, okay, we're committing to being together for this week. What does that feel like? Okay, we're committing to be together for this month. What does that feel like? And it just started to, to shift everything for us. Um, one more thing, and then I want to let you talk. But also, it just brings me to that feeling of, I'm not sure why, 
but there is such an interesting dynamic or thing that happens where there's resistance to getting help as a couple. In fact, we were just talking about that this morning. Like, why is it that most of our clients come in wanting relationship help, but it's either one or the other of the couple? Why is it that there's a resistance? You know, I've heard from people like, well, I have a really happy life. And like, why would I get help for this one little thing that happened that, or this one little like flirtation I had that ruined it, or this one little uh, thing or that I watch porn or it's like, but overall it's going well. So why would I get help? And the only reason we're sitting here today is because we, we were open and willing to get help. And thank God we did. You know, I am grateful every day for, for our willingness to do that. And I think it's key. I mean, how can you find a blind spot without someone helping you find it? It's a blind spot for a reason, you know? And I just... I, I think that's part of being relational creatures too is that like it's not just we're designed for relationship and how lucky is that because now we can procreate and all of those fun things but it's like part of being in relationship with others is well if it's a trustworthy relationship is that ability for someone else to truly see you right and we do that for each other in partnership and that's an important part of the skills that we like to teach people and that we're going to be focusing that we are focusing on in our book like those skills of how do you reflect for each other um, in a way that's actually supportive of your partner of your partner being fully who they are mm. um, and so you off you can offer that to each other but then there's this third entity that's created by being together that the the entity of the relationship and since you're both in it no matter how much you're learning it can be really challenging to get that outside perspective Mm -hmm. and it's it's funny like how much something really simple from the outside from an informed and really helpful outside person so not like your best friend who has an opinion about your relationship or right um but someone who can really um take their agenda off the table um that's an important thing i think about choosing someone to help you is for someone who's who's not so strong in their agenda for you that they're not willing to actually see what's real and what's happening but once you do find help like that whether it's with coaches like us or healers or therapists um it's so powerful. And yeah, it's like we wouldn't we wouldn't be here and have had the chance to learn so much and hopefully offer so much to you um, without having gotten help. Right. A lot. A lot of help. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to our helpers. Yes, all of them. <laughs> Seen and unseen. Yes. <laughs> so this really brings us around to great time to talk about our own work with people and what we do and how that differs from what you do alone with people and what I do alone with people. Um, but what, what happens when we come together and work um, together facilitating a client or clients, um, depending, what, what would you say 
is is different about us coming together what's unique when we come together and work with people well for me it's really exciting when we're working together partly because we just bring our own totally unique energy to the situation. We bring our own unique perspectives. And, and we also bring uh, an ability to weave in and out of what's required in the moment. Mm-hmm. So there may be times when it makes more sense for me to be drawing upon my body of knowledge in the realm of psychology and coaching and and um, those approaches. And then there may be times when you come in with holding the more energetic perspective in a way that truly transforms what's happening in the moment. Um, I think we're both open to that, but there's something about your presence there that allows us to get really creative and dynamic and and it's that much of our collective energy feeding the transformation of the people that we're working with Mm. yeah absolutely and i think that you know us coming together and and the work that we do what i love about it is we're not just addressing one aspect of someone's life we're addressing all aspects we're addressing all planes meaning you know spiritual mental emotional physical energetic and genetic we are playing in all of those realms to see what which which needs healing in this moment what's required what can we clear out what can we bring in what can we invoke for you um how can we get you uh, aligned and awakened to your true potential? And I think um, what's key too is, is, is our work together is so much about people finding the healing within them that's already existing. It's not about us fixing you or helping to heal you with this thing or that thing or this thing I bring is going to heal you. It's about us coming, yes, sometimes with knowledge that you might not have or um, capacities to go into other realms, whatever it is, but it's so co-creative between the three or four of us working together. Um, I might bring in a piece from the more soul level uh, aspect of your life or your lives together I might bring that in and and that might bring a complete other awareness that's coming from your own inner guidance and healing. Um, it's really about us helping you to awaken to you, you to awaken to your own embodiment, you to awaken to who you truly could be and what the potential is there and and what your life or relationship, well, really what your life could be like if you were living in total alignment, mind, body, spirit, soul, being. They were all aligned 
and we could help you get there, what would that look like for your life and what would that look like for your partnership? Um, so it's really, it's a creative um, kind of mixing pot of, of what's required in this moment and this moment and this moment and how can we best serve you and be in the integrity of what your body and soul are asking for from us as healers and coaches. And um, it's really exciting. It's rich. It's juicy. And um, and it's fun. It's fun to model what, what being in that curiosity is like. Like we might we might be in a bit of a unknown, like, oh, where's this session going to go? And to really be okay with that. And we might help each other through, like maybe through muscle testing or a little bit of back and forth, like, what are you feeling? What do you got? Usually it's very fluid and it's just an obvious, oh, Neil's got the info that's needed in this moment and Chloe's got it now. And, and yet there's, just the willingness to be in the unknown of, of what it is that you as a couple or you as just an individual, what you're asking for from us in that moment. And it's, and it's our job to listen. Yeah. Yeah. I like that in particular. I think it's why I feel so alive when we're working together because it's another example of where we are operating in, in the unknown and in our curiosity and, and like we mentioned earlier, our our intention for you is that you get closer and closer to your potential and that we do whatever we can to help you unearth your own capacities or figure out what you need to develop in order to get there. Um, so, you know, we we hold that intention as well of uh, of not being um, stuck in an agenda for you other than, okay, I guess we do have a little bit of an agenda. It's, it's an intention. It's an intention that you be thriving in your life. Mm -hmm. And that when we say something like what it's like to fully choose you and to fully choose you in relationship um, to your partner, that you fully get it and, and have that experience. And for us, that's been an evolution. Um, we definitely haven't always felt that way. And there are even times now where we have to like remind each other, but that it's that relational dynamic that actually can really infuse um, the growth that happens in a session with this new energy in life. And, and I, I think it's really profound. Mm -hmm. mm. Yes. <laughs> and so fun. Yeah. And playful and creative. So if you want to learn more about the work that we do, um, we have a website. It's thenewloveparadigm.com, thenewloveparadigm.com. And on that site, we have a meditation that is free for you to download. That um, Do you want to talk about that for a second? Sure, the meditation sort of brings you into a place in your relationship that you may, relationship or life that you may be feeling pain. And it sort of brings you through that and into um, awakening to a new possibility or um, just shifting, transforming the energy in that particular 
aspect or area of your life. Yeah, the the goal is for you to harness the energy of the pain that you're feeling to fuel you to explore what's truly possible. Right. Because, you know, usually the pain that you're feeling is an indication that some growth is there waiting for you. Right. It's a gateway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We also set it up so that all you have to do is simply text the word possible to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And we will send you a link so that you can download that free guided meditation. And another way that you can find out more about what it's like to work with me and Chloe is to set up a free initial consultation. You can do that by going to thenewloveparadigm.com and clicking on the little pop-up thingy that says schedule an appointment. And you can set up an appointment to meet with us. We will get to know a little bit more about what's going on with you um, in your life, in your relationship. And you can experience a session with us right then and there and get a sense of how that feels. And we'll get a, a also a sense of what it's like to work together and if it feels like a good fit. So that is another great way to find out more about what we do. And I encourage you to take advantage of it. Yeah. And I think I just want to leave on the note, kind of bringing it full circle back to the beginning of, I invite you to just, for today even, just to live in a bit more of the question and to to notice how the energy shifts if you bring a question in instead of a a belief or a statement or a negative thought or, um, you know, how, you know, what, what would it be like if I were love right now or if I were being love right now or what would it take for me to come back to connection right now? Um, bringing sort of starting to bring those questions in and seeing how the ener- energy shifts for you. Um, it's can be pretty, pretty amazing how quickly the shifts can occur when you're, when you start to shift your lens into the curiosity. Yeah, and if you're confused about what question to ask, you might even ask yourself, like if you notice that you're triggered or something's going on that's challenging for you, you might simply ask, what would this look like if I, if I responded to this situation or this feeling with a question? What question might I ask that would shift this for me? Mm-hmm. So you can ask a question about the question and that in and of itself will probably lead you to a very different experience Mm -hmm. than just being stuck and trying to muscle your way through it. Mm -hmm. Another one I love is what do I know that I'm pretending not to know? That's a good one. one. So we'll leave you with that. No, let's leave them with (laughs) um, what if this energy what if this experience that i'm having isn't what i think it is Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) thanks so much everyone for listening and thank you for inviting me to be here on the show chloe it's amazing to have you here with me thank you for listening to another episode of relationship alive if you like what you've heard and want to make it easier for other people to find out about us please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and to rate and review us on iTunes. 
If you have questions or comments or want to continue the conversation, you can always join our Relationship Alive community Facebook group. And for more information about today's episode, visit us online at neilsatin.com slash podcast. Or you can always text the word passion, P-A-S-S-I-O-N, to the number 33444 for more information. Finally, do you have a burning question that you're hoping we can have answered here on Relationship Alive, either for a future or past guest? Let me know and I'll see what I can do. Take care and see you next time.